Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Alright, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. But today on the show, uh, this is actually a different kind of episode. We've done these a few times in the past. Uh, It's just a special mini episode where I had my parents, Rich and Sonny Rosen, join me to talk about a movie. And this time we are talking about Elvis, Baz Luhrmann's insane over-the-top biopic of Elvis Presley. Those of you who have listened for a while know that uh, my family owns Wax Tracks Records here in Las Vegas, and so music has always been a big part of my life. And of course, with my parents being in the store all the time and their specialty being music from back in that era, I had to watch the movie with them, and then I had to have this conversation with them. So we're not going to do our whole puzzle pieces thing and all that. Uh, It's just a fun little conversation. But I will talk about a few puzzle pieces after the conversation in our outro uh, before we finish up the episode. So stay tuned for that. That's something I don't usually do. But yeah, that's coming up. So before we get to our conversation with my parents about Elvis, I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts. We have 250-something other episodes that dig into our actual format uh, every week. Uh, Lots and lots of episodes you could check out. So make sure you're subscribed. If you like the show, rate and review us, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, wherever it is you're listening. We appreciate the five-star ratings. And follow us on social media at PiecingPod. So let's talk to my parents about Elvis. I wish I had already been recording, but now we are. (laughs) Okay, who goes first? Are you doing okay over there, Dad? You're comfortable? You go first. Okay, so anyhow. Oh, Oh, we... Rich uh, Rich's back Look, hurts. She has the worst. Did I buy you that bear? No wonder why she's sleeping on the floor. <laughs> What's wrong with the couch? Couch it's is terrible. wonderful. I it's, love my couch. I love it Ask too. The little one. Can, can we get <laughs> Okay. So anyhow, I'm trying to remember the year. I'm gonna say around nineteen seventy one or seventy nine. Oh. <laughs> uh, we drove past the uh, sun's We used to stop. <laughs> They're in my podcast recording studio for the first time. Okay. Yeah, I like it in here. Oh, it's very nice. cozy. What was over there? Sonny's picture nude? Or one of our friends nude? We, pa- we passed by the Sun Studios, but it was closed. It probably wasn't considered a really, uh, it was the I don't know, time. like a museum the at the time. time. I don't know about that. You know what movie we saw? <laughs> you know what we saw in Memphis? You know uh, what I'll never forget? We saw the movie Ben 
with another, the, of course, the icon singing the theme song. Michael, and guess what was in front of the theater? Huh. It, it was like a 60-foot rat. I, I have <laughs> never forgotten that in my entire life. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. She so, gets up screaming. And I, I, because she says, and I have the a, rat? Where's the rat? <laughs> I have a picture of me in front of the Graceland gates, but that would have been before Richie, so... No, Sonny, that was the sanitarium gates. <laughs> I don't know what year. <laughs> I, it just came line. up in my memories. Anyway, I did love Elvis, and then I got really bored with Elvis, but I think he was a phenomenal singer, and I'm glad he sold the most records of any solo artist. And they left out, you know, the sweet inspirations were fabulous, but there was a white girl who sang, she probably wrote a book, I'll bet she did. Uh, she sang High Soprano on some of his numbers, and she really kicked butt but I don't remember her name. It was, might have been something like Kathy Westmoreland or whatever. Then they left out... her name was Sandra Kickbutt. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they left out... Uh, there were two other women in his life that were really fairly important, and not to do with all the Hollywood stars that he bedded, but uh, Linda Thompson, who really tried to straighten him out for a number of years, and then I guess she just freaking gave up. And guess who she married? Bruce Jenner, who then became Caitlyn Jenner. Linda Thompson was with him for quite a number of years. And then towards the end, there was this stripper-looking girl that uh, was with him. Her name was Ginger Alden. That's and that's, I think he Jenner died Roy. with a... Will you stop? I don't care about Caitlyn Jenner. And I think when he died, he might have been dating or engaged to that Ginger lady. And I don't know if you guys know this or whatever, but he hadn't had a bowel movement in two weeks. And Caitlyn? <laughs> Let, let's circle this back to the movie. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> now, poor Elvis. My friend he Caitlin. Was, has... He was constipated. <laughs> yeah, they they left that part out. They, they focus a little more on the Tom Parker stuff. He hadn't taken a dump in two weeks, so. Oh, Caitlin. <laughs> Probably you. This is that He's too cold in hell. <laughs> Dad, okay. what what did you think of the movie, Dad? My balls are hot. <laughs> Lean into the mic and tell us what yeah. what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> what, did I, what did I think of the movie? Yeah, it was great. It was great. Great. I asked him, not it you. Was, oh. it, was, it was long. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was sitting on a terrible couch. Mm. <laughs> what do you think of Austin Butler? He was wonderful. Who's that? The actor. <laughs> oh, the actor. Which actor? Elvis. Oh, he was. He was. What'd you say? Wonderful. <laughs> he was wonderful. You Wait, went, okay. Pop, pop quiz. Pop quiz. <laughs> okay, he Who, was, don't add, don't I, answer, I'll Mom. I'll try not to. Who played Colonel Tom Parker? Oh, that's not a pop quiz. That's a stupidity. Why? Who was What it? was his name again? <laughs> I know you don't remember. Wait a second. Tom Hanks. Wow, Yay! good job. Who was in the movie you were watching the other day? The vampire movie. Fox, Jamie Foxx. Ooh. He's been, <laughs> keep going, keep going. I like this. He's been practicing, I think. Uh, All right. Okay. Wow. I'm exhausted. Tell I, us about when you saw Elvis, Mom. Uh, it it was, had to be in the late 60s. I met your father in 71, and I went uh, to see him with my girlfriends at the International because we used to, and I don't have a single picture to prove it, but we came out after Caesars opened, and that's, I think, around 66. And 
I, I think we only saw him one night. We had terrible seats, but I was like 20 feet away from Cary Grant, and that was phenomenal to see him walk in. And I'm sure not some of your listeners know who Cary Grant was. I'm sure they do. Absolutely. And um, he he put on a great show, but I was a zillion miles away. So, of course, uh, fast forward 20 years later, and I have tickets for the show in 77, one week after he died, and I gave Dad the tickets to put up in Wax Tracks Records, and of of course, Dad lost the tickets. They were for a show the last week of August uh, at Nassau Coliseum because we still resided I think we still in Brooklyn. Them. No, they fell down the back with the Sonny and Cher picture, I think. Where's the at the pool, that's picture? missing. Where? Another thing. He, and then the third thing, <laughs> the, the Jimi Hendrix picture. But Elvis was, he was really, he was really terrific. And uh, but then again, I've seen a million terrific performers. So what could I tell you? Did did you think that the performances, like the concert performances in this, were reminiscent? Yeah, of how very, he really very. Was? Oh yeah, and the yeah, 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 the out the outfits. Oh my God, they were fabulous. Because I I watch Elvis videos once in a while, and I watched that that Aloha from Hawaii is probably one of my all time favorite uh, TV specials, and he was just so amazing. He really commanded. Uh, a lot of inspiration. His presence, he was he was terrific. I just got, you know, tired of him, I guess, over But he's so time. weak to have to go on to drugs like that. No, it was Dr. Where's my lyrics? It was... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That it, funny. That isn't, isn't that amazing? Doctor like making fun of people that have problems like that. That's, That's right. Me. He's making fun of himself in this case. So, so yes. No. Doctor Nick helped kill him. There's no doubt about it. The same way Conrad Murray helped to kill MJ. So when you get that famous and that big and you can't fight it, then you have to give in to the pills or drugs or alcohol. He should have never died at forty two. That is so sad and so young. I well, mean, he was the first of many that that the super the superstars. Yeah, that just I I think destroyed. a big I think a big part of this movie was comparing it to some of the people that got destroyed down the road. I mean, I feel like Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson of course, oh, and then just the fact that they included Britney Spears music in there for no particular oh, reason. Oh, I didn't, I didn't recognize that. Yeah, it was yeah. It, 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 they remixed one of his songs with uh, Toxic. During one of the scenes. Oh, I didn't even remember. And I, I think that. it was just like a subtle reminder that it's still going on with stars. They're still using yeah. them up and, you know. Well, that's definitely what I got when the first time we saw it. I walked away with that, like, just yeah. anger. You know, it's just a shame. They get chewed up and spit out. Why do they yeah. need so much idolation from the public? Why can't they find happiness within themselves or their immediate family? Why do they need the world? to worship them, because most people that are out there really don't give a shit. Don't the record companies uh, oh, require uh, them to do shows in order for them to get paid? Yeah, don't and the Colonel Tom Parkers. Money, they don't make any yeah. money off the records, right? Yeah. Well, what did you two think of this in comparison to other musician biopics? We had the Queen one a couple yeah. of years ago, and... There was the uh, the Aretha one. Like, what about oh, any Aretha, of those? You know, the Aretha one, I, I have one of them on uh, tape, uh, on DVR. I didn't like the Jay Hud version at all. Mm -hmm. However, the other one with the English actress, whose name, of course, I have no idea. That's the one you have on tape? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that one was amazing because every time Courtney Vance walked into the room, I literally shivered watching. I was so scared what was going to happen to her because her father was such... A beast, but Forrest Whitaker didn't pull it off. 
in the American version, and I, mm. I, I like the One English the girl better. One of that hurt me a lot was uh, Whitney Houston. Well, oh, that yes. movie's coming out in a couple of months. Who's playing Whitney Houston? I don't remember, but I guess we'll mm. find out. Yeah, because that, that, that hurt me. Yeah. I want to know why there hasn't been a James Dean story, or uh, maybe there was That's something true. called Root Something or Other, you know, that kind of uh, paralleled his life, but I don't think there's been anything really intensive. Certainly not like Elvis or the Queen movie. Yeah. I wonder what the Marilyn Monroe movie. Oh yeah, oh. Uh, the oh. oh oh um uh the when she died like August fourth or fifth or whatever I was on Fire Island and it came over the radio and I picked up a big rock and I wrote I wrote on the rock M M and the date that's how I kind of remember it was first week of oh, August, wow. but. I don't know. I lost the rock. The way he what lost the write, Elvis tickets. What did you have with you to write on the rock? I probably had a magic blocker at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Why? No, when I got back to the... We were a bunch oh, of girls. Oh, you're lying, we were, man. No, we were sharing a Erase thingy. Erase that. Erase that. <laughs> no, and that's another terrible, sad, sad story. But I did see Joe DiMaggio play once, huh? if that means anything. Okay. So that shows how old I am. But I saw Mickey Mantle play a lot. Where's his story? Wait a minute. Yeah, Mantle wait, movie? wait. There was something called Fifty One. Yeah. Could that? That was the Roger Maris story, I think, and because he broke Mickey's records, mm -hmm. so that could have been partially a Mickey story. Because all my idols are dead. Mm. This is just un unbelievable, unbelievable. James well, Dean. Uh. This being as much a Colonel Tom Parker story as it is mm. an Elvis story. What did you guys know about Colonel Tom Parker mm. before watching this? Yeah, that he was a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, that he knew how to manipulate the public. And the fact they, that they put him in with those carnival shows, mm -hmm. which is about as freaky as you can get. And he obviously got his way around real well. So uh, he was a blessing and a curse to Elvis. Elvis could still be alive if it wasn't for him. But had he not attained the same amount well, of he fame? he would still be alive if not for him. Definitely. Well, he called in the doctors. Because, yeah, That's their yeah, job. Yeah. They have to take care of these people. Did people ever bring Colonel Tom Parker up as like his own little mini celebrity? Mm, why would they? Well, I mean, as being so connected to Elvis and his whole story. I, I read an interesting piece about how he, he used to hang out in front of the grocery stores while his wife shopped. I don't think he's dead that long, maybe 10 years. Or so, what are he these things on your wall? <laughs> soundproofing, but they're probably not working very well. I thought they were. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, so nobody ever, nobody ever talks about the colonel. And yeah, he did have one or two performers, singers in his stable before, but nobody of that depth. I guess it said that snow guy. Yeah. What was his name? She Stop talking. God. Look at the way she points. Her fingers go up. Like <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of distractions in this room. I, uh, let, Mom, favorite Elvis song. We might as well get that in here. Oh, oh, I have if a... I can dream. Oh, no, I love Ken Help Falling in Love with You, and I love Suspicious Minds, and I love Blue Christmas. Uh, I think he's one of the top three Christmas songs. All right, let's get you on track, Dad, and talk oh, about something Oh, and that one other here. thing. I have one more thing before he okay. goes off. So in, um, it would be the second movie, I'm sure, Loving You, because I probably saw about, if he did 10 movies, I probably saw like eight of them before I threw up. And in Loving You, when he goes down the aisle and he's saying, got a lot of living to do, got a whole lot of loving to do, come on, baby. Uh, it's his mom who's sitting in the aisle and she's clapping. The big, dumpy-looking, dark-haired woman. So I just want you to know that. 
right. Okay. Do you like, actually, before we get to Dad, do you like any of his movies? Oh, I, I liked uh, the first one because it was like uh, Love Me Tender. And it was thrilling because he was like the unimportant um, son. Richard Egan was the star. Deborah, somebody or other, was the love interest. And he fell in love with his brother's girlfriend or mm-hmm. fiance. And I just, you know, there was a little conflict and he rode a horse. And I watched I, Blue Hawaii recently. Uh, Jailhouse Rock was probably oh, the yeah. best one. That's probably... Uh, most of the movies were just... They were just I awful, which is why he ended up growing the ridiculous mutton chops. Mm, that was yeah. to spit on the studio because they made him so clean looking, which was revolting. Uh, well, Dad, lean in a little bit to the mic and tell people a little bit about Elvis in Wax Tracks, about what people come well, for, some of how, your favorite stuff. To show you how hot he is, mm-hmm. we moved him right into the front when you walk into the store. Yeah. You see Elvis's section on CDs. And the Beatles, right alongside it. He has mm-hmm. his own now, section. in the back, yeah, in the back, you have, again, on vinyl, you have the Elvis records, and then right next to it, you have the uh, Beatles records. Nice coordination. Oh, yeah. And we have a couple of Elvis statues in the house. You got a and, lot of Elvis statues yeah, at the store, do. too. And we have Elvis decanters, and we have Elvis prints. And uh, there's some other Elvis stuff. Oh, I think like the Chris, um, a, a ball, Christmas tree ball kind of stuff. Yeah, the, uh, the scarf. For, what oh, a, what oh, a waste the of sc- two minutes. Can you no, go no. back? No, <laughs> uh, from the uh, from the old international. Well, I heard I heard you say while we were watching the movie that you have the the menus at yeah, the I store. Do. But I got that. I have the international. But menu. that's yeah. me who got that, and I have the shopping bag sitting in our living room. Uh, that they gave out for the Elvis wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. Where'd you get that from me? Um, the I went. You didn't go to the show, and I have no, scarves. No, no, no. I have two Elvis scarves. Not you. He probably got them in a box of stuff. If they're com- if they complete, I that's think good. I I gave you the menu. I should have two no, Elvis. No, I had a Barbara you probably Streisand stole menu, my stuff. And I had an Elvis present. Oh, he had menu. to say Streisand. Okay, oh. no, no. I had. I gave you. So there. What's the most popular Elvis thing that people come in for? Still the five sons. Oh, the original recordings on Sun, they're worth quite a yeah, bit of money. That's what they're really And they're on 78 and 45? Yeah, both. Definitely. Yeah, they are really worth a lot of money. And of course, the big. And of course, since we're in Vegas, Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. And I don't think there's an album except a bootleg album on Viva Las Vegas, but there's an EP. Uh huh. And you have that? I have that. Yeah. yeah. And Elvis did steal black music, but sometime along the way, I think he tried to. Uh, give props, yeah. except Chuck D hates him. Chuck yeah. D from Public Enemy. Chuck D hates a lot of people. Yeah, so I don't deal with haters. But I think along the way he did try mistake. to... Mistake. Uh. I think the movie had one big mistake. Yeah. Oh. That's Domino. Mm-hmm. They had a skinny guy there, skinny black guy. Oh, no, yeah. I thought it was B.B. King. No, B.B. King was a star with him for quite a while. Uh, they prefer- but then... Fat Domino wasn't Fats skinny Domino. like that. What? Fat Domino was always the fat man. Yeah, he was that a big, was bigger guy. I saw Fat Domino in Montreal. I yeah. saw him at Alan Freed. No, I did too. Did, did you too. really? Yeah, sure. He yeah. was the fat but, man. Yeah, he was a fat man. And they and shouldn't he was... have showed a skinny guy. They said He says... He should have been heavier. Fat Domino and it was a skinny black And you guy. know, Katrina, during Katrina, Fat Domino... Lost all of his gold records yeah. and all of his mm-hmm. possessions. Yeah. He stayed in the ninth ward, and then I think he rebuilt. When did he die? A year uh, or two ago? Maybe five, six. Yeah, I, five, I'm not so bad with years. I really am. So that's it's, the only mistake I, I saw. I want to take I was, I you home. 
Now, back to the store. I want to take you home. Oh, very good. He always looks at the audience. Oh, he was so good. He's not watching. That's okay. She's checking. She's yelling at Gina in the middle of the recording. Now she's taking pictures of them. I want to walk you home. I want to take you back. One more question about wax tracks. Can I tell about the place in Canada where I saw Fat Domino? Please do. I was, I was, I was sitting at. Oh, she's in trouble now. I was sitting at the bar, and a gorgeous blonde was sitting alongside me. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next morning, anyway, nice. I'm just trying to remember. She wasn't with me. We weren't even married. That's why you had that. You had the thing for redheads. Oh, now that was our other stories. But no, he liked redheads and he liked Latin girls. No, that redhead is not a redhead. It's a mixed. It's mixed. The Canadian. His first wife was a redhead, though, right? Yes, Sonia. Sonia. Who are we talking about? I don't know how I'm going to edit any of this. It's going to be terrible. Um, I just wanted to ask because people listening, you know, maybe they're interested in wax tracks. What is like a, an interesting Elvis thing that you think you have that maybe they wouldn't find somewhere else? Well, the last portion of it, 1968 or nine with the, uh, what is it? The, uh, the last special. We have the, the Aloha from Hawaii. We have this display of them standing in front of the stage. 69 is the comeback special. That's the comeback special. comeback special. special. Yeah. And you light it up. You plug it, and it lights oh. up. And you don't That's see that nice. anywhere, really. No. How come you never brought that home? This was another thing that was too Brings, nice to bring home. Brazil Metallica and Kiss and Elton. stuff. I have drawers and drawers and drawers of Elvis stuff. Yeah. And he lost my the, two the tickets. The German people come to me every year. Mm. Try. They bought negatives. I had negatives. He was stationed in Germany. When he was in the army. Yeah, I know. As a matter of fact, I thought they had the wrong fort. I thought he went to Fort Hood for basic training, but they said something else in the movie, so they're probably right. Yeah. For some reason, I thought he was in Texas. I always think they did the research. Yeah, and he was a mama's boy, and yeah, he was blonde, and yeah, his twin did die at birth. Well, and good, good fact checking there, mom. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anything else we can help you with? Well, I, I think that I think that does it. Do you have any other closing thoughts on the Elvis movie? Anything else you wanted to mention about it? No, I, I thought it was terrific. I feel is, sorry. Is it true what I read just recently that this is part one? Mm. <laughs> Could be. What, was it long no, enough? They left it was, did they need more? Yeah, you it know what? They long. left out one of the most important things of all time, and they may have put it in a movie with your idol, Bruce, what's his name? Ash, there's a picture of him with uh, President Nixon. Mm. He was oh that movie stoned yeah, out yeah, of his yeah, mind, and yeah, oh yeah, there was a great one, something and something, mm. yeah, and and he was stoned out of his mind, and he showed up at the White House, and they let him in. Yeah, and they he, didn't I, show he, that, but they did show when he was starting to get all paranoid. And yeah, crazy I think in he had a, room. and I think he had a gun on him. Yeah. Can you picture in this day and age showing up at the White House with a gun? Oh. Yeah. So that was they left out that they probably left out a lot that I'm forgetting too yeah. because I'm, well, Dad wouldn't have been able to stay up if it was any longer. So. Oh no, he was in agony the last 20 minutes. And that's the worst couch he, in the world. He couldn't <laughs> wait for him to die. Hey, here's the money, go buy a new couch. Stop. Hi, this is Wax Tracks Records here on 2909 South Decatur. 
We buy all your old 45s, your old albums, any type of music memorabilia. Also, we sell music memorabilia, albums, CDs, and a lot. Come on down to Wax Tracks, 2909 South Decatur, or give me a call at 702-362-4300. Thank you very much. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation with my parents. They're absolutely ridiculous. Uh, actually, my mom, uh, she emailed me like when she got home that night to let me know that I needed to include this little story. Um, I didn't read it ahead of time, so I'm going to read this to you straight from the email, and hopefully it's not too embarrassing. I don't know. Uh, my mom, she wrote this in third per- third person? Is third person to say my mom when it's her writing? Anyway, my mom just reminded me that I attended a bar mitzvah around 30 years ago in Silver Springs, Maryland. The rabbi who officiated was the son of the rabbi for whom Elvis was a Shabbos goy. A Shabbos goy opens door locks and puts on lights for Orthodox Jews from Friday night through Saturday sundown. The bar mitzvah boy was the son of mom's best friend. Oh, I see we've switched tense uh, since they were three years old. There's that. Uh, Some great information from mom. Thanks to mom and dad for uh, joining me during that conversation and for watching the movie with me. Uh, It it was a fun night. And uh, thank you to you for listening to the podcast. Uh, If you enjoy what we're doing here on Piecing It Together, make sure you're subscribed. Uh, Of course, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, wherever it is you're listening right now, or all the other podcast apps, we are available Lots and lots of episodes up there, over 200 episodes, and a lot more on the way. And we usually do the puzzle pieces thing. So I wrote down a few notes that if this had been a regular episode that I maybe would have brought up. So I'm just going to read those off to you real quick. Usually the puzzle pieces is a back-and-forth conversation with a guest. But, uh, of course, I had Bohemian Rhapsody on my list because I, I always talk about this ever since that movie was so freaking huge regardless of what you think of the movie um i think we have a pipeline of musician biopics on the way that are just going to keep coming and coming and coming and uh while that one i feel kind of fell into some of the traps of the musician biopic genre um elvis really leaned in in a way that made them feel fresh again which by the way another puzzle piece i probably would have brought up is walk hard uh which is of course a parody of the music biopic um and in some ways it felt like there could never be another music biopic after that movie because it's so heavily skewered every single beat and they're all here in elvis but you know, if it does it as well as Elvis does, as well as Baz Luhrmann put this movie together, it just makes it all work all over again, even though we all kind of laugh at those beats because they're so obvious. But uh, yeah, so I I had both of those. I also had That Thing You Do because Tom Hanks is a music manager, except a nicer one, uh, much nicer than Colonel Tom Parker, of course. Um I also had Spaceballs because, again, with Colonel Tom Parker, with his merchandising, you know, uh, we had uh, Mel Mel Brooks with the Star Wars merchandising in Spaceballs. So I had that as a puzzle piece. Uh, And um, the last one that I had written down, I'm sure I would have thought of some more if we were doing a regular episode, The Disaster Artist, the behind the scenes making of The Room 
the scene where Greg Sestero is going to go out on the road with Tommy Wiseau and his family is just so worried. Like, how could you just go out with this weird guy and and just like leave? You, how could you possibly think this is going to go well? Totally reminded me of Elvis leaving his family to go out with Colonel Tom Parker. So uh, those would have been my puzzle pieces that I would have brought up if I was doing a regular episode of Piecing It Together on Elvis. So that is uh, it for today's episode. Make sure you're subscribed. Follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. It's called Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. You can find it on Facebook. I will let you in. I keep it closed just to keep all the trolls out, but you know, request to join, you're in. Uh, I'll let you're a listener of the show, you're in. Um, you could also check out our Patreon, of course, if you really want to support the show. Just listening, reviewing, uh, sharing, uh, following, all that stuff is supporting the show. But if you really want to support the show in a monetary way, you could subscribe to our Patreon. It's the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash bydavidrosen. And on there, you'll find bonus and advanced episodes of Piecing It Together, as well as bonus content from Awesome Movie Year, which is another movie podcast that I produce. And stuff from my music career. I am a musician. I have a lot of music out there. I'm currently working on two new albums. And uh, yeah, you'll get stuff from all that too. So uh, check it out. It is the Produced by David Rosen Patreon. So speaking of my music, let's close out with a piece of my music. And uh, I don't think I have anything that sounds like Elvis or that would really fit the Elvis world. Uh, am, I, am I forgetting some? Nah, I, I really doubt it. So rather than dig through my hard drive looking for something that would specifically fit Elvis, why don't I just play you my new single? It's called Antiviral. It sounds nothing like anything that has anything to do with Elvis, but it is my new single, the first single from my next album, which is called More Content and is coming out later this year. So I hope you enjoy it. We'll be back with more Piecing It Together real soon.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.